Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. Oh, hey, welcome back, buddy. Wow, that was, that was a difficult connection. It happens. It really, really happens. Trust me. I've been there. How are you? Welcome to the weekly wrap-up, even though we're talking about... Well, so, have welcome. you seen this new trending topic thing? I have not yet. Okay, so if you go to the change button, right, then you can do, you can do your own topic like we've always been doing. But now there's these trending topics, which I find hilarious. All right, because listen, listen to how I bring this up, okay? Oh, my God. And another thing. Uh, as you know... The Republican Party's mission uh, is to whitewash the Trump presidency. Oh my God, I didn't know. Who knew? <laughs> Doesn't seem like it, does it? Who knew? I mean, as Who long knew? as McConnell's running everything, how the hell is the Republican Party gonna get their shit straight? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, unless old turkey neck. Planning on. Yeah, well, unless they're planning on kicking the tortoise out because he's no longer a part of the Turtle Club. He's no longer turtly enough for the Turtle Club. Right, exactly. King Turtle. King oh Tuttle. Oh, my God. King Tuttle. He'll Tuttle <laughs> like he did before. Uh, you know, in music, Kim Kardashian finally responds to Van Jones dating, Van Jones dating rumors. So, uh, you know, and that's... That's our, why is that a music topic? I don't even know. Like, look at this one. Kim Kardashian finally spills the truth on rumors. She's dating Van Jones and Maluma. Hashtag movies change. <laughs> well, that's got anything to do with movies, right? That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, well, well first off, why does, do you have any? I don't care. I don't care about the Kardashians one bit. I don't care who they date. I don't care what their sexual orientation <laughs> is. I don't give a shit about the Kardashians. Like, that's fine. Let them be them. Like, good, positive vibes to them, right? Like, I don't wish ill will on people. Sure. But you're literally, like, raising your name based off of your father's and your stepfather's and now your mother's, like, celebrity shit. Yeah. Like, you know what? I have to, I have to give it to them. They took it and they decided to like do something for themselves, you know. Because even though I don't give a shit about the Kardashians, my wife does, so I watch it sometimes. And right, <laughs> this is the perfect topic to talk about. Uh, <laughs> I'll watch it sometimes, and you know, like uh, what was it? The the two sisters, or maybe it was the three sisters. They wanted, they opened up their own store, their own clothing line. You know, oh, yeah. uh, I honestly feel bad for Kim sometimes because like her, who's, who wants their life to be so fucking public? You know what I mean? Yeah. And does it feel like a waterbed when she sits down? <laughs> That's a good one. That was a good one. Welcome to the weekly wrap up. I'm sorry we missed last week. Uh, we've got some wonderful topics, I'm sure. Uh, and if we don't, well, then there's always the trending because, you know, uh, oh, hey. my God, look at this. NASA warned the Earth it's trapping twice as much heat in 2005, a pace that's unprecedented. Oh, sad. 
Oy vey. Oy they don't vey. like it. They don't like it. I mean, seriously, I mean, I, that's ridiculous. We're trapping twice as much heat since 2005. That's the year I graduated high school. So in like in 16 years, we've doubled the amount of heat in our yeah, world. It's kind of crazy, right? We're heating up, baby. It's getting hot in here. Take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. I'm going to take my clothes off. Actually, it's, it's humid today. It is very humid. I'm not a happy camper when it gets here. Do you know what humidity yeah. feels like? Oh, yeah. It feels like, uh, feels like sweat. No. I, yes and no. Yes and no. Here's, here's the best way that I describe humidity. Okay? Go outside. And just imagine yourself getting really angry. <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly. That's, that's pretty much you know humidity. That, or, you know or that or feeling when you just get out of the shower and haven't towelled yeah. yourself off yet? It's that. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of that. But it's also like, you know that feeling when you walk through a spider web with your entire body? Oh. It's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Yep. Yep, spider web at the face. Oh, so talk to me, man. How you doing? What's going on? Whoops, banged my uh, boom arm there. Doing all right. I so heard all that. That was great. Gun, 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 um, so speaking of trapping more CO two, got a crazy article here. New okay. wildfires. New wildfires at a ten year high in the hot, dry western U.S. So that's a little disconcerting. Um, Ten year, wow! I mean, like you and last time we talked, it was not last week; it was the week before. We were talking about how, like we mentioned, how um, again with climate change, uh, uh, like uh, with the California coast, especially your area, they're saying like this is this is like a hundred year drought. Like this is not something that's just going to go away next year. It's it's something that this is going to change the the face of the country. Like, literally. Yeah, and it's even maybe a little more harrowing than that. I was watching a documentary about Baja, California, and it's, you know, it's all desert. And they were saying a thousand years ago, it looked like Northern California with oak trees and woodlands. And so the desert is basically moving north. Yeah. Well, I mean, didn't they say at one point the Sahara was uh, not a desert, but a, a paradise? When a tropical paradise. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so check this one out. The the new excuse me, the number of new wildfires in the US so far this year is at a ten year high, according oh to federal God. data, prompting warnings of a long, potentially dangerous summer of fire. One of the biggest areas of concern right now is the high desert Great Basin region of Utah, Nevada, and eastern Oregon. When you leave standing dead grass that's already out there, and when we have high heat, that ignition potential raises dramatically, said Paul Peterson, a fire management officer of the Bureau of Land Management. Um, Since January, more than a million acres have burned. Since January, right? We're not supposed to be in fire. We're not supposed to be in fire season until June, till now. But didn't they just, yeah, but didn't they just add like more days to the fire season? Yeah, so basically it's, it goes almost all year long now, um, nine oh months. Oh, my gosh, nine months. So so since January, 28,000 
wildfires, the highest number of fires for this date since 2011. There are already 33 active large fires across the West. The biggest have, has scorched more than 175,000 acres in the canyons and valleys east of Phoenix, and it's only 73% contained. 175,000 wow. acres. I mean, um, especially like California, the Colorado, they certainly had um, a horrible wildfire going on last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, it's, now oh, yeah. I mean, it's already started. This is terrible. Yeah. I you just did a podcast. <clears throat> I just edited a, an old podcast. It's going to go online tomorrow. But it was about my experience in the 2017 fires. And, um, man, wow. it was harrowing. Wow. So a lot to yeah, go through. I got all, you know, I got, I got all choked up just putting the clips together. Like watching video clips was like, brought me right back, man. It was brutal. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm sorry that you had to relive that, but you know what? It, it probably is, you're probably meant to do that so that your message could reach somebody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because We've got, I mean, we have to talk about this. This is, this is your work. Like now, okay. We can't control nature, right? Like that's, that's something that we just can't control. Um, Right. We can manipulate, we can direct, we can deflect (laughs) and we can duck and cover, you know, when it comes to nature, there's a lot of things you can do, but controlling it is not really one of them. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Right. But, you know, the one thing we can do is stop bottling up water. Maybe we need to call Nestle and uh, tell them that they need to, you know, give some shit back so that we can wet the ground so it doesn't, it's not so dry anymore. Yeah, can you imagine? (laughs) Exactly. Nestle wants to own the entire world's water supply. Like, Dude, I I mean, I was a little... I was watching a TikTok, right? And, like, literally one of the things said is, like, energy cannot be destroyed, right? Energy cannot be destroyed or created. So the same energy that existed at the beginning exists now. Right. It can only change forms. It can only change forms. Okay. So in that um, manipulation or that thought process... Then, like, the dude was like, wait, so does that mean that that we have water? Can you repeat that part? You were breaking up a little bit there. What's the problem? Well, the problem. Let me to my wife. I'll make it easier really for the edit. By the way, uh, and another thing, and I have a podcast episode out of our last show. Is that correct? Or I know you've been releasing shows, correct? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the last one was, uh, I believe it was Police Brutality Part 1 and 2. Oh, there he is. There he is. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't able to hear, I got, I got the 
part about your wife, but you were breaking up a little bit when you were when you were talking about that. Can you um? Oh, well, about, my, about my wife um, liking the Kardashians. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, she just. I don't know. I don't know why she likes the Kardashians, but she does. And sometimes I have to watch the episodes and, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just, I don't care about these people, but I do respect the fact that, you know, they do want to start something on their own, you know, like Kim, as much as she complains about certain things, you know, her mom, first off, Chris is no peach. All right. There's a reason we call, uh, well, You've never played Alien Isolation, I'm sure, but it's a video game uh, (laughs) based off of uh, Alien, like uh, the movie, Ridley Scott's Alien. And the interesting thing about this algorithm in this this video game is that it doesn't follow a pattern, okay? So (laughs) it's every time you die, you can't, like, learn the pattern to get beat the level. Right. It's a constant, ever-changing algorithm. So we call it... That's why we call this alien the Jenner. Okay? Because sometimes <laughs> it's Bruce Jenner. Oh, I love it. Sometimes it's Bruce Jenner where it's just a real dick. You know what I mean? He just... He'll just tear the shit out of everything. Has has no problem. And sometimes it's Chris Jenner. Where it's just, she's a bitch. She just, she'll go down the hallway, then come right back up the hallway when you think she's gone, and then you're just, oh my god. Because, like, you can hide. The whole point of this game is to make it through the ship and survive with no weapons whatsoever. You have to find shit to create weapons, and you're basically hiding, hiding, like, 90% of this game. Okay. That's cool. So... Yeah, I mean, it's it's terrifying. It's why Dan and I decided to write Don Clark, uh, The Adventures of Don Clark, while we were playing this game to distract ourselves from how terrified we were. Uh, we needed a comedic <laughs> relief. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Great backstory. I love it. That is rich. Uh, um, but yeah, so, like, you know, the Jenners and the Cardassians dating or you know who she's fucking and not fucking who gives a crap i don't care i know you know what you want to what i did like though is that like she is uh i did see she's doing something uh, in in like politics or like with women's health or something like that so that's the type of shit that i do care about you know do that elon musk stuff uh right inflict change like use your influence to inflict change like that's the one thing i can give hey kanye west as a person i bet i don't like his uh to me chicago and myself but he at least went to the president now he went to the wrong president he at least went to the president to talk about change and to talk and try and use his influence to, you know, do something for the better. Right? That's the shit I care about. It's admirable. I don't I don't care who wore a bikini and how short or nondescript it was, who had a nipple slip, 
You know what I mean? Like, of course, as a man, I'm always going to be on the lookout for those things. Always. Right. But I don't give a shit. We can't help I don't, it. I don't, it's, uh, we can't. It's a genetic I don't curse. Shit, yeah, I don't exactly. Care. I don't care no more. But we were um, talking about um, we were talking about water and the fact that the dry season has been extended. It should be starting now, but basically, it's like nine months of the year is dry season. It's fire season for the yeah. West Coast. Just crazy, just crazy. Nine months out of the year—that's nuts. So that's gonna—it's gonna require a shift in how we live, right? Like, I still—I still, pe- I still see people watering their lawns, and it's like, mm, we can't do that anymore. No, we really shouldn't, you know. Um, in fact, like my parent, Pa Rocky, like he's—he's he's never been much of a. Um, water the lawn his his stance is it's grass it'll grow back sure but like you know like um his flowers and garden and stuff Mm -hmm. uh, he'll water that but he's got like the soaking you know he tries to keep the water consumption down pretty low because he's got like the soaking bed hose where he buries it and you know just runs it for a little bit and turns it off and has that going on there um, nice, nice. But one thing, I did see an article that I want to bring up with you, and I don't know if you've seen it. Um, I saw got? an article on Facebook the other day that there is a scientist, I forget his exact parameters, but the whole point is, is that our crawdads or crawfish or crayfish, however you want to pronounce them or call them. Mud bugs. Mud bugs. Okay. <laughs> uh, a wonderful pot, a wonderful broil, whatever you, you want to call them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently we have been messing up their ecosystem with our um, anxiety. Wow. Now, the way that the reason we are so full of anxiety, right, that increase on sales of Prozac and, and stuff like that. Uh, I forget what that. It's like SS something N, SSDN or something like that, the type of drug. Not SSRIs, but the other one. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) It could be SSRI. I'm walking, so I I don't want to look at my phone. Um, But yeah, the reason. So this drug is in Prozac, right? Or like it's in like things to calm you down. But our body does not metabolize 100% of that drug. Oh, yeah. So it's still a percentage of it gets excreted through, you know, urine or whatever, however you excrete it. Oh, yeah. And that goes into our water and our sewer systems, which could go to a water treatment plant or and go directly into the sewer systems, into like the local ponds and, and stuff like that. Or the water treatment plant could have like a leak in their pipes. And it'd be getting out that way into the local, you know, nature. So anyway, oh, yeah. this drug is see- seeping into, you know, the grass and the wood and everything. And the, it's getting into the ecosystem. And it's affecting the crayfish by making them more uh, emboldened. 
So instead of being afraid of things and being, uh, it's doing what the drug is supposed to do and getting people up and going and like not afraid to go outside. Like these, these drugs are very powerful drugs. If you are so depressed that you can't even get out of bed, like this drug is supposed to get you out of bed. So like this thing is quite a stimulant. And we're just feeding it now, un- unbeknownst to us, right? We didn't know. But now we're affecting these. And it's actually scaring this one scientist because he's like, well, they, so here's, what, here's how they ran the experiment. They went to an area that they knew was affected. And they started grabbing, like, wood and um, all these natural, they rebuilt an environment using the resources from this environment uh-huh and then then they built a and they put crawfish there i think like 50 or something like that and then they built a y um maze right so they start from one spot and they can either choose go right or left they built a fork in the road yeah and then on one side they put food and on the other side, they put something else. I forget. The, the crawfish that have been exposed to this chemical um, got out of their shell. I think it was, I don't know, 15 seconds earlier than the rest of them and went right for the food, not worrying about uh, danger. And that worries him. Because if they're emboldened and not worried about danger, then that could seriously decrease their population. Right, right. That puts them up open. That opens them up to more attacks. Sure, sure. They won't be as as keen to hide. So that's so crazy to think that, like, just because of your anxiety or somebody's anxiety and the pills that a doctor is prescribing you. And the way that our uh, waste management system works and how it's in—it's <laughs> literally going through our ecosystem is affecting our ecosystem. Well, it's funny you mention that. So I, I can't remember when, but I read an article that was saying that, that we are drinking drugs in our drinking water because Correct. you and pee that's, out. That's what it also pee- leads to. Right. So you pee out any medication that you're taking. You're peeing some of it out. And the water purification systems don't get 100% of that out of there. So we're drinking Vicodin, antidepressants, you name it, Viagra, you know. No wonder we're all messed up because we're we're taking everybody else's drugs all in our water, which is also... Now, here's a crazy... Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, no matter... No wonder we're messed up. We're taking everybody's drugs, like... And then they're adding fluoride and stuff into the water, you know? Oh, God, right? Yeah. Don't even get me started on the whole fluoride thing. But um, that's amazing. Here's a great segue to our next article. But um, did you know that all of the antidepressant drugs were derived from LSD in the 50s when they were studying it? No, I did not know that. I could see Mind that blow, from- right? Yeah, I mean, now all they're and, even talking about to... microdosing. I'm sorry. That's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Now, microdosing is a treatment. Microdosing mm-hmm. with shrooms or LSD 
Um, yeah. They're using, obviously, cannabis as a treatment. They've been using that for years. So glad Georgia mm-hmm. caught on for the medical. But why not just right. both? You know what I mean? At this John, point, why don't just states just go, you know what? We're open for weed. Yeah, exactly. Johns Hopkins University is doing a study on psilocybin where they're giving religious leaders psilocybin to see if they have the same religious experience on psilocybin as they did, you know, sober, like to see if it compared with their religious experience that turned them on to becoming a religious icon, right? Sure. Well, what can you explain a little bit what psilocybin is for me? And maybe some well, magic mushroom. It, it's the major compound in magic mushrooms. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So these religious leaders throughout the world are going to have a mushroom trip and then they're going to do this study to see how that compared with, with their seeing the burning bush or, you know, hearing God. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. And I think it's going to line up pretty spot on. That's a possibility. The other thing that I think, and you know, this is a little bit outside of people's, thought process so just realize that this is my thoughts is my theories um but i was hearing i was watching a tiktok and i know that that's not like the best resource but it is kind of like the best resource for us today um and this tiktok person was talking about how the earth and it made sense and you might get this too so you know that everything responds with frequencies, right? Everything has oh, yeah. its own frequency, emits its own frequency. And this is like its a, own resonant frequency. Yeah. Okay. It's like, a, yeah, exactly. So, um, in, in knowing that theory, if, if everything has a frequency, like the grass, this wood, what me, you, then so does the planet, right? The planet emits a frequency. Um, and yep. so does the, uh, the uni- the galaxy that we are in and the universe that we are in on si- outside of that. Everything is emitting these frequencies. So right. the, the frequency of the you, universe is the ohm, right? Ohm. That's where that comes from. Uh, and then, so a frequency is made up of a wave or a sign, right? Uh, a single little wave. And it's called a sign. And with, so the best way to think about that is with every high point, there is a low. With every low, there is a high, right? Like it it goes in a cycle. It's kind of, even if you think about the stock market, right? The stock market is even an up and a down. It's like a a high and a low. It's like a wave. Yeah. You you know? Yeah. So what what goes up must come down. Same thing with, I. that's right. What goes up must, same thing with uh, gravity. Yeah. So... The theory is, is that at, at one point our Earth was emitting a higher frequency and everybody else was resonating with that higher frequency. And that allowed, now think about this, frequency allows for communication, right? That's how we communicate via radios, via this right now. We're communicating frequencies through, mm-hmm. you know, radio waves and stuff like that. Right. So if the whole world is at a higher frequency, then that means we can communicate easier with higher beings that resonate at those higher frequencies. 
So that would be my theory as to why people were seeing burning bush, burning bushes and like why um, in the Bible things were so much more active than they are now because we had as a galaxy a dip as to a low point in our frequency. So we were resonating at a high frequency and then we naturally had to go into a dip point. Well, I think now we are, and this is my theory, we're actually back up. And that's why a lot of people are, yeah, exactly. You're, we're, but that's why a lot of people are waking up um, to having these um, spiritual awakenings and learning more stuff and dialogue. And I think that's why our world is having all these conversations about who we are as a nation right now and uh, as people um, and why we're finally addressing racism because be honest, to be honest, like racism should have been addressed way long ago. Yeah. Right. Like it doesn't exist for me. Yeah. Cause exactly. I was raised to treat everybody with respect and love. Yep. Same. But same, you know, I'm glad that I'm glad that the world is finally having this conversation because Jesus Christ, I thought we did this shit in the civil rights movement and all. You know, how many times do we have to have this conversation? Let's just remove on moving on. Uh, yeah, but I think that's what we're doing is like now we're on an upswing. We're coming back. This is why everybody's like they're calling it the grand rising. You know, we're all raising our frequencies. But I also start I think. That's why we're also like seeing aliens or UFOs. And I'm putting these in air quotes. You're not hearing, you're not seeing it. Nice. UAPs, right? Is the new one. UAPs. What's okay? UAP, un- unidentified what? Or... Aerial phenomenon. Aerial phenomenon. Okay. Mm-hmm. But maybe. Just maybe, hear me out for a second. Maybe our frequency as a world is rising so much that these things have always been there. We're just finally being able to see them again. There you go. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, so, um, speaking of speaking of the silly Cybin, it, it doesn't create things that you see. It allows you to see the world through a different filter where you notice things that were right in front of you the whole time, but you didn't notice them. Oh, yeah. I mean, perspective is everything. Perspective is your reality. So whatever you're focusing on is what you're surrounding yourself with and what in what you're creating your reality to be. So if you change your perspective, then you're going to alter your reality. It's true that. So that's a great no segue to our. <laughs> hey, now. That's a great segue to our next article. After the war on drugs, 50 years later, after 50 years of the war on drugs, what good is it doing for us? June 17th um, by Brian Mann, PBS or NPR. Uh, That's where the other article I read came from, too. Um, Sure. So when Aaron Hinton, excuse me, walked through the housing project in Brownsville on a recent summer afternoon, he voiced love and pride for this tight-knit but troubled working-class community in New York City where he grew up. He pointed to a community garden, a lush plot of vegetables and flowers tended by volunteers, 
and to the library where he has led after-school programs for kids, but he also expressed deep rage and sorrow over the scars left by the nation's 50-year-long war on drugs. What good is it doing for us, he asked. Um, The U.S.'s harsh approach on drug use and addiction hits the half-century milestone. This question is being asked by a growing number of lawmakers, public health experts, and community leaders. In many parts of the U.S., some of the most severe policies implemented during the drug war are being scaled back or scrapped altogether. Hinton, a 37-year-old community organizer and activist, said the reckoning is long overdue. He described watching black men like himself get caught up in drugs year after year and swept into the nation's burgeoning prison system. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Right? And, you know, it goes on and on to describe it, but I mean... 50 years, you know, of a completely failed policy. Um, you know, why do we treat drugs like this and and alcohol completely different? You know, it's the same thing. Well, that, that right? is something. It's an exactly, addiction that's, issue. That's, a, that's something that I wanted to address recently or like I've been addressing internally. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Or with my everyday people, just because like with. The legalization of cannabis in the state of Illinois. It's really, for me, like I did smoke a couple of, like a handful of times before it was legalized. I never, it wasn't really something that I partook in. It's not something that I actually had like a good experience with, but I think it's mainly because I was so worried about the consequences. Like I'm very (laughs) in my head about those things sometimes. You know, like sure. I would just be like, oh, my God. And it, wouldn't, trouble it, it doesn't allow right. you. Exactly. I'm going to get in trouble now, which that's not a mentality to have, especially when right. you're using, you know, right. when you're old enough to use, when you're using something like that, that's not a mentality to have because that's immediately going to give you what they call a bad trip. Yeah. No, I had um, a similar experience. I was in Mexico, uh, you know, doing an exchange student program in high school. And this family that I was with, I went and hung out with this guy for the day and a friend of his whipped out a joint. And, you know, Mexico is so hardcore conservative. There's like police driving around in military vehicles with automatic weapons and stuff. And they'll lock you in jail for six months for a roach. So, oh, my God, it was the worst, most paranoid experience I'd ever had in my life. And so for the whole time after that, I never did that again. I was like, oh, my God, that was horrible. I thought that everybody knew everybody was watching me. I was yep. going to be on a list. Yep. That was <laughs> like, another oh thing. It's like you have to get over the paranoia that you think everybody knows that you're high. Yeah. That was another thing that I had to get over. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're not, this is not the high chronicles with, with Big Bear Radio and, and another thing. <laughs> this is <laughs> weekly wrap up. But we do like to share our personal experiences on the show. Um but what I was getting with was like, as soon as it was legalized, it was okay to me. As soon as I could go to a store and buy it, it was okay to me. Sure. You know, it was normalized at that point. Now, mm-hmm. it had not, not, not everybody has my progressive mind. So they get upset about it or, um, you know, it's, it's very taboo to them, uh, especially certain people around my circles would just be like, what are you doing? And they're just like, this is no different than me opening up a bottle of beer and just relaxing. 
Yep. Well, you better not drive after that. Okay, well, with everything, with every substance is responsibility, right? Absolutely. You need to be responsible. Drink responsible. Mm -hmm. You know that if you have two beers within an hour, you're probably not going to drive, depending on your tolerance. Right. But that's for every person to decide because everybody's chemical makeup is different. Mm Mm-hmm. But... You know, you're right. It's no no more than just alcohol because alcohol is again a substance that alters your state of mind. Yeah, and one of the worst at doing that, and and with the most debilitating effects, right? Yeah, like I mean, you're, you're damaging like your liver. I'm just talking about like how sloppy you get, like you know, reaction oh, times yeah. on alcohol. Oh, you're God. like you're horrible. Terrible. You know, yeah. terrible reaction timing. Um, yeah. Now, I'll admit exactly. that it's it's the effects of cannabis can be similar. It, certain strains of effects sure. of cannabis can be similar to alcohol. Sure. But that's honestly that's not it's not the the exact same thing. It's not. And and it, it and it affects people differently, right? So. Somebody, yeah. it might hit somebody really hard, like alcohol, and then somebody else might not get hit quite as hard. Well, yeah, look at the look at the native, the indigenous people, the Native Americans, and the Western Europeans, right? So there you go. They introduced alcohol to Native Americans. The Native Americans take to it. Well, I mean, it's, this is a complete. It could be a complete lie. It's just this shit that I learned growing up, you know. But they ended up getting very addicted to it, and they ended up ruining a lot of the tribes. Yeah, and because... one thing I learned, and I don't know if there's any truth to this either, but is that they had a, like a slightly different biological makeup so that they weren't able to process alcohol like Europeans were. Which makes sense to me, because people evolve, right? right. So like you yeah. evolve for your habitat. So mm-hmm. if your habitat doesn't require that, or if you, you know, like I'm sure they deal fine with alcohol now, but, <laughs> but like they, you know, Europeans have been drinking beer forever and wine and all this other stuff. So I'm sure yeah. that their bodies have adapted to that. Whereas right. you take someone who's never had that. It's like giving a, you know, it's like giving your, the 18 year old the, for a beer for the first time, just to see, let's see what happens when he gets drunk. Yeah, exactly. That. Which is never good, by the way. Right. Never good. Don't don't ever just get somebody intoxicated because you want to you want to be entertained. That's right. that's no, and no, don't I, ever get intoxicated just because they think it'll be funny. Yeah. Uh, no peer pressure. No, peer pressure. That is the one thing from Dare that I took away. Don't give in to peer pressure. Yep. But you're talking about the war on drugs. Part of the war on drugs was the D.A.R.E. program. Yeah. That's what I went through. Yeah. D, I won't do drugs. A, won't have an attitude. R, I will respect myself. E, I will educate me now. That's the song. Those are the lyrics to the D.A.R.E. song. Yeah. And then that gave birth to to the Mothers Against Drunk Drivers, right? Mad. Yep. And then that Mad. gave birth, that gave birth to damn drunks against mad mothers. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I didn't hear that one. They must have kept that one under wraps. <laughs> oh, right? my God, that's funny. Skidim too. Oh, man. No, but like that's uh, I grew up. I'll, I'll give you a little, you know, snapshot of the D.A.R.E. program. Don't do drugs. Don't go down alleys and, and people will offer you drugs. Don't accept it. If you accept it, they're going to get you into a gang. If you go into this gang, they won't care about you and you will die. Don't smoke marijuana. It is a gateway drug. If you smoke marijuana, you will do all of these other drugs. That's what I learned. Yeah. And see, that's, that's kind of where me. they went awry. So, so they, they started off on a good note, but then they went that, like, they took it to that next level, which is like, if you do marijuana, you're going to end up smoking crack and heroin, right? When in reality, oh, yeah. what's the gateway drug? Alcohol. Alcohol is the first substance everybody gets intoxicated on, right? So that is the well, gateway and, drug. Well, and let's put it this way, right? What's the, what's the perfect thing that pairs with alcohol? Cigarettes. A cigarette. I remember yeah. so many times when I was quitting, I'd be like, well, I only smoke when I drink. Oh, yeah. How many times have you heard that? Oh, no, I don't smoke. Only when I drink, which is every weekend. I'm only a social smoker. I only smoke yeah. when I drink. Yeah, exactly. Right. Man. Yeah. And those are the two most deadly substances, no, you know, pretty much known to man, at least, at least that are sold over the counter, you know. Well, it's yeah, exactly. It's because that they're sold over the counter. You know, they're the most right. accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will say, so like, true. you know, I, I I read articles all the time, like, you know, this person died of heroin. There's a heroin problem in the town that I live in. Um, but you don't hear much on other stuff. There have been an increased amount of shootings in the past month in my area, which is scary to think about here too. I think people are really stressed out. I think they are. And I think, I mean, that's the whole time. This is why we're talking about not just the articles, but we're also talking about you know our own lives and our own stuff. Because we need to, we, you know, you guys, need, everybody needs to be able to talk about this stuff. Yeah. We got to open up yeah. the dialogues. So true. So Speaking of dialogue. Hearing, I've been hearing some, I was going to say, I've been hearing some messages. Yeah. I was going to say, you speaking want, of dialogue, want, we got some messages. You want to, you want to pop them? Yeah, let's get one here. What do we got? I think this is Doppelganger. There. There. You avoiding the app? You don't like panels? I'm just joking. Nice to see you guys up here. What up? Good to see you, What's man. What's going on? I don't. I'm not a fan of panels, to be honest. I don't like the new feature with because I feel like it just there's too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Nobody it's nobody listens chaos. to other people's shows because they're too busy being on their own show. Yeah. And and it's, it's chaos. Fine. I want like you to. five five people, like really? Yeah, like, yeah, it's just it's it's too much to me. Like I'm a trained professional, but even five people is hard for me to control, especially when they're not in the same room. If they're in the same room, then it's different. Right, you can like, get visual cues. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You can't give an avatar cue. You can right. text on the side, I guess, but then you're not paying attention to your conversation. 
and you're instead paying attention to the side conversations, which it's just not good. It's not good. But uh, it's nice to see you. I think that was Twangy, right? Isn't that Twangy's thing, Doppelganger? Um, let me check. Okay. It is. Yeah, thanks for stopping by, Twangy. I miss you, man. How you doing in Florida? Is it hot over there? Uh, my brother's visiting the state right now, so I'm ex- I miss him, but uh, he's safe. That's grumpy, not Dan vibes. <laughs> grumpy. <laughs> He just, he's the youngest of the three of us. And it's not that he's grumpy. It's that he knows what he wants. He knows who he is. And he puts it, like, he set boundaries very early in life. And he doesn't move them. And people take that as grumpy, right? Mm -hmm. Because he's direct. So we've we've always called, we call him grumpy, you know? (laughs) That's great. I like so, it. But yeah, we've got another message. Can you, uh, let's take another line real quick. Let's do it. We got Lyric coming in hot. So I um, have been on and off psychiatric medication for years. And I have heard this, that there is Prozac in the water. Um I'm just wondering if that's, like, if it is true, because I have heard it. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, I, they did yeah. a study. Mm-hmm. They actually, yeah, they they did actually it, ran a and they found all, experiment. Yeah, and they found all kinds of medications in the water. Basically, everything that goes through our bodies, there's trace elements of it left in our drinking water. Yeah, because your body doesn't use all of that pill. Right. It doesn't metabolize everything all the time. Sometimes it can get like close. Right. And then there's the whole don't flush drugs down the toilet thing. You can recycle. If you have an old medication, you can recycle it at any pharmacy. Do not dump it in the toilet. But people will do that. People and do it. It gets absorbed in the water. Yep. You know, just like don't throw away batteries. This is true. Lie. I've thrown away a battery. I have too. I've thrown away quite right. a few batteries. Most times, I I have a bag, you know. Okay, this is the battery bag. But sometimes I'm like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> yep. You know. I don't have the bag. I'm next to a trash can. I'm not going to carry this battery with me. Right. Laziness. Right. But you know, it is. It's it, crazy. Hey, we got we got May the poet. Line May line number, nine. line number nine. Well, good morning, gentlemen. T G I F. And guess what? We got into New York City late last night, and we were woken up by dead cows. They're actually doing the landscaping outside the building now. We can't escape nice. the dead cow sound. Denise is going out of her mind. She's, like, ready to tear her hair out. Anyway, the apartment is just beautiful, and we're going to do a little sightseeing. Um, Wait, of is course, this the apartment where... I'm going to have to use a handicap cart to get around because my leg isn't up for all the walking she wants to do. But it's the mid-80s weather, so it's not as hot as it is in Vegas. And I'm not missing 115 right now, but we are on our way. Sorry, we woke oh up God. so late. <laughs> it's a quarter to nine. You guys are getting off the air in an hour. Oh, well. Oh, frack it, frack it. Whatever. <laughs> it's currently 81 and sunny here in the Chicagoland area. 
going to be a high of 93 and a low of 66. Yeah, are you in the apartment that uh, I think you were saying or Denise was saying was going to be surround sound? So you're hearing and another thing and I in surround sound? That'd be awesome. (laughs) It's going to be a high of 93 here. Oh, yeah. That's I think that matches. Does that match? Yeah, high ninety three. Low of sixty six for me. What for you? Uh seventy two now. Oh, I'd rather seventy two is gonna be the low. It's gonna be it'll get down to like fifty fifty five at six in the morning. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna get down to uh sixty five for us, but not bad. I've been enjoying the evenings. Today is the first humid day in the in the in a few days. So we've had a nice nice week. Um but heating up to at the end. You know. Anyway, yeah. May, I'm glad that you're in New York safely. You're gonna do some sightseeing. Hey, imagine this. Denise has to walk around. You get to ride in a cart. I know that's lazy, yeah. but you and- know. You get to ride in and the cart. Take, and take it easy on yourself. If if she wants to do more sightseeing than you, let her. Don't don't feel let pressured her. to do more than you feel comfortable doing. Exactly. Like that. And that's what I've been learning a lot of. Um, Dave, on the side, you and I have been talking about, like, we've been both been going through some shit. Uh, yeah. Personal. Not between us. But personal. Like, yes. my personal. Like, I've... I've, I've just described, I've been going through like a spiritual awakening, you know, and that's, oh cool. there's nothing, it's beautiful, but they're right. There's nothing, um, there's nothing peaceful about a spiritual awakening at all. It yeah. shakes your yeah, entire yeah. life up and I'm going to do a show about it pretty soon. Nice. But it shakes you because the, I, so many times the universe talks to me, man, I hear it way too often. I hear it way too often now, and I'm not telling it to shut up. I'm just saying, I hear you loud and clear. Um, and recently, uh, Took, do you know Took on here? I was talking to her about some of the stuff that I've been going through, and she's like, "Let's do, let's talk about it." And she wanted mm-hmm. to bring it on stereo. And I was like, "I don't know if I. That's personal. Like that stuff. This stuff is personal. You know? Right. This is the the." This is my spiritual awakening. She's like, that's exactly where you need to take it is on stereo. That's where stereo, like, that's what stereo is for. Then, not to out your conversation, but you were having a hard time. And Pierce was really, he was being a bro, dude. Like, man, did that guy step up. He stepped up a lot. I respect the hell out of that dude. Um, But basically he said the same thing. Take it on stereo. This is where mm-hmm. this is what that platform is for, and yeah. just seeing that echoed, I was just like, "Oh my god, this is rep- you know, <laughs> it's repetitive, it's sequencing, and it's going to keep repeating until you learn that lesson and do it." Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm gonna do it. We're gonna get into it. Um, you know, I think it would definitely help people to hear the stuff that I've gone through, and maybe validate some of the things that they're going through i also saw tiktok right because tiktok is definitely how the universe talks to me a lot lately but it also said you've been keep keeping quiet right now is the time to speak your truth 
to go out to the world hmm. and speak your truth. Interesting. I like it. Hey, it goes in threes. And if, <laughs> if all three, you know what I mean? Like, that was the one. I was like, okay. I need. I know what I need to do now. Like, that's the validation that I needed, I guess. I love it. I love it. So, yeah. I'm still, tr- I'm still trying you? to figure out the... I'm still trying to get my epiphany. Your epiphany? That's fine. It took me a bit. I'm still waiting for, like, the big one. These, these are little ones. You know, this is the breadcrumbs through the trail of the forest. Yeah, yeah. I'm still there. Yep. I don't think you ever get out of the forest. <laughs> I honestly think just maybe you get to a clearing every once in a while. Yeah, like, I'm oh, in a weird situ- I'm in a weird situation where I basically got to figure out if I need to move or not. Me too. And um, you know, I've just put a bunch of money and energy into creating a space that works for me and start building a right? Yeah. Yeah, in a shared rental. But I don't know how well the situation's working out. It's deteriorating rapidly, and um, yeah, not so sure I feel safe anymore. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, I wish good vibes to you, and of course, I want you to be safe. So, you know, that's one of the things. That's that's a flag. You know. Yep. Do you so safe you know, in the home is always one of the first things that nurses ask you when you. <laughs> When you're like right. check in. So, you know, yeah, I spent a thousand bucks and a month trying to do, you know, but is that reason for me to, no, it's not. So I'm going away Can for the, the weekend. Can be moved? Oh yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go away for Repurpose? the weekend. I'm going to, I'm going to clear my head and, um, hopefully get some answers. Yeah. That's perfect. That's honestly... You know, uh, I'll, I'll give you a little insight. I was consulting somebody about some of my situation and it was somebody that I, you know, wouldn't expect this answer from. And he even said, you may not expect this answer from me, but what you need to do is like our native American ancestors, just find a spot that like is great for you. That's in nature that you respond with. And Take your stuff that you have and, and, you know, consume it. And then just tell, say, all right, universe, I'm listening and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, we used to do that. We used to go, like, people would use, then this ties back to, it's full circle, it ties back to, uh, the drug war and, and also ties back to what you were saying about like they were doing experiments giving priests and um, religious leaders doses of a chemical from mushrooms, right? From yeah. the magic mushroom mm-hmm. um, to see, you know, what they respond to. And I think that, hey, you know, like. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you need to unlock your mind a little bit and go within and just go to a spot that is good for you. I've been trying to do a lot of meditation lately. I've been going on a lot of walks. I've been trying to do just some guided meditation. That's what I start with because, like, I don't know. I wasn't raised to meditate. I wasn't raised to believe this stuff. This is Powerful. stuff that I'm discovering. Yeah. 
Meditation is really powerful. It is. It allows you to focus yourself and like really kind of um, answer some questions. Mm-hmm. Or at least yeah. give you a different question. Yeah. yeah, I truly believe that if people can quiet their mind enough that they will get an answer from quote-unquote God because that's your inner voice. What I like right now is people are using the source. Right. I like yeah. that. Tap into source. Yep. Tap into source. I like that because that could yep. be – that's the creator, right? That's the beginning of be anything. It's whatever works for you. Exactly. Yeah. I like that mentality. I like that word. Yeah, and that's what a lot of this is for for humans. It's all psychology. It's it's wordplay. What yeah, word can you really use? Is. Like, because they did the same thing with weed, right? Marijuana. What they do? They had to change the mentality of it to fight mm-hmm. the fifty year drug war. Right. To fight yeah. the dare programs. For people to realize that, look, this stuff isn't terrible. It's a substance. So my my uncle, right, my brother, my mom's brother, you know, World War II veteran, good old boy, country club. He lived on the country club. You know, drove Cadillacs his whole life. Wore like teal pants and white shoes and a and a burgundy blazer, right? Like he's that guy. He's like Ron Man. Burgundy. He's, he's, he's like so li- cool. literally like Ron Burgundy in real life, right? Um, yeah. Super cool, super funny, kind of like a, you know, like a uh, Frank Sinatra type. Always a cocktail sure. in the hand, always cracking a joke. Um, Man, I look good. Hey, everybody. Yeah. And he always did, <laughs> except for his teeth. He always did. And uh, Sure. Very Austin. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly, because he was born in Ireland, so he totally had, you know, UK teeth. Um, mentality, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, how you doing? Great. Just don't look at me, grill. But so he, you know, when he died, he had a picture of George Bush on his wall. He would have Fox going 24-7 in the background, and he was dying of pancreatic cancer. And my mom's like, will you bring up some some marijuana cookies? And so I did, and he ate one, and he's like, oh, my God, so you're telling me my whole life it's just been propaganda? He had an epiphany right there. You know, because he was raised thinking, you know, it's the devil's weed. You smoke a little bit of weed. You're going to be doing heroin, blah, 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 blah. And after he ate a weed cookie, and it made him feel so much better than the medication he was being given, he's like, wow, so it's been lies my whole life. He had the epiphany. Pretty wild, right? Did I lose your bear? Nope. We got May the Poet back. Oh, by the way, gentlemen, it's about lunchtime here. So you're very late with your show. You're actually having brunch with Denise and May. (laughs) You're the brunch talk. You're not exactly the morning talk. Um, It's almost noon here. So, ta-da, you made it to the noontime. So you're late. You need to get off the air right now. You're way beyond your hours. It's way late for you to be out here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's sitting here shaking her head. Anyway, I'm sure she's hopped into the shower by now, so I'm just waiting for her, and out we go. Yay. 
We're in a whole new other area. Beautiful apartment and just loving every second of it, except my leg is not loving the travel. But anyway, you guys are on way too late. It's lunchtime. We're having brunch. It's not the morning wrap-up anymore. It's brunch with and another thing and Big Bear and May and Denise. It's 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 lunchtime. Your brunch. All right, May. So May. So gonna, is she I'm living? Gonna... Is she living in New York now? Did they move there? She said she was moving to New York. Right. <laughs> were, well, I'm actually, con- I remember her saying that she was she was interviewing for a job there. Right. She was going to call up her friend uh, that remains unnamed and uh, yes, say, "Give me a job." Yeah, correct, Mister Mister Stern. Like but I, you know, <laughs> May, I'm going to bust your balls here a little bit. Uh, it says weekly wrap up, not morning wrap up. And I'm in California, and it's still morning here. So hey, oh, it's definitely morning there. Yeah, nine nine oh nine. But May, inquiring minds need to know: Did you guys move to New York? Did you get the gig? Like, fill us in. We need to know. We need to know. All right, we wow, we actually stacked up with some callers here. All right, let's uh, yeah. let's start taking callers. Uh, line three, Mick. you're live on the air. Micro. Big Bear Radio. Another thing. How are you guys doing? Oh my god. My coffee finally kicked in. Gay. <laughs> I forgot what else I was going to say. Um, that seems to be a recurring thing with me. I get really hyped up and interject. And I forget what I was going to say. Um, yeah. Went camping last weekend. Awesome. Previous weekend. Got sunburnt on the nose. Sure. Uh, don't know how. It's appealing. That happened because I put on sun block. But eh, I'm talented. Well, you that's why talented. they call it sun. That's why I call it, call it sunscreen because it screens out a little bit, but not all of it. All right, thanks for tuning into another episode and another thing with Dave. Please follow, subscribe, and share. I'm on all social media and another thing with Dave. And keep seeking the truth.